0: And his exact words were, <laughs> I know I'm only 18, but <laughs> will you be my girlfriend?
1: Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to The Dude. I love that podcast. I'm Liv and today we are talking all things long distance relationships and marriage with my good, 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 good friend, Glory, and her awesome husband, Matt. Thank you guys so much for coming on.
2: Hi, Liz. Thank you so much for having us. I'm Glory. And I'm Matt.
1: Yeah, I am so excited. You guys have such a cool story. So I actually heard Glory and Matt's story for the first time just a couple weeks ago, and I was like, whoa, this is insane. You have to come on and share this because I know so many of you out there are in long distance relationships or at least know someone who is. And with social media around, it's just more and more prevalent. So I thought there story would be so fun to share and hopefully it'll inspire or even spur you guys on who are in long distance relationships. So let's just go ahead and jump in. Um, where did you guys like meet? Like what, what is the whole situation? How does this story unfold?
2: Yeah. So, um, we met at the Outer Banks, um, which is like a vacation destination in case you've never heard of it. That's where Matt grew up at and I did not get to grow up there, but, um, Uh, I was working there, and we met at uh, Surf and Spoon, which is a frozen yogurt bar that I was working at, and we um, also met through mutual friends at the church that we were at, and so Matt would come over there on his lunch break, and we would just talk and get to know each other better, and um, just slowly built this friendship, really got to know each other even better as we were just serving at the same church together so I guess we'll go ahead and just throw it out there we have an age difference and we are we're
0: four years apart
2: (laughs) and I'm the older one (laughs) so we got that going for us
0: yes so while I was in high school Glory had was out of college so no big deal we'll just go ahead and do the math for you yeah Yes. so I would go and hang out with her on my lunch break I worked at a um, surf shop next to the frozen yogurt place. And um, so that was really fun. We just built a relationship just by hanging out. And, you know, I never planned what time to go over there when we were just friends. And, but you know, God just worked it out. It was always glory and it was always really slow. So we just had a great time hanging out that way.
2: Yeah. And so we went on a missions trip together. Um, I was one of the leaders and Matt was a senior in high school. (laughs) Um, And we were both at the time, just in um, very unhealthy relationships. And uh, God made it clear to both of us while we were on the trip, like, you need to get out of this re- those relationships. We both didn't know that. And um, so also around that same time, Matt, you told your mom. Yeah.
0: So like, especially when I saw Gloria on the missions trip and just seeing really what she was like, that's really where I got to know her really well and stuff. And I came home and I knew I needed to end a relationship and I was just talking to my mom about it and telling her, you know, like, I want to marry someone like Glory and just talking to my mom about that. And it might've been the age difference, I guess, or just not, I'm not very bright. So I didn't like connect the dots of like, I want to marry someone like Glory and, oh, there's Glory. Just didn't, I didn't connect right then. But, um, you know, it's so sweet to look back on that of just like that I, was already thinking about like all the aspects of glory is what I see in my future wife and now what I see in my wife now. So it's so sweet to think back on that.
1: That is the cutest thing ever. That's actually the second time that I've heard someone say, I want to marry someone just like so-and-so, but they were like actually in a relationship at the time. And so they felt like, oh, that would never happen, whatever. But I want to kind of be with someone similar at least. And then they ended up marrying that exact person. So that is very interesting. That is
2: so sweet. That's so cool. And it's funny, actually, you mentioned that because while we were on the missions trip, you know, we're, we were currently in those, like, toxic relationships. We both started to have feelings for each other while we were on the missions trip. And, but, you know, of course, we didn't tell a soul. Yeah. But I was like, what is wrong with me? You know, I was like, I, I feel like a terrible person. I've never, like, I'm a loyal person. I would never, you know, like, what's going on, pretty much. So I just want to say to like to anybody listening, like, I don't know if you're in a relationship and then you feel like there's more for you and you know, that you, like you said, live, you see those things in someone you're like, I want that. I just want to say that, like, you deserve that you deserve like everything and more and just not to settle for anything less. So yeah. And um, also something that the Lord spoke to me during all this time was he said that I had so much better for you while I was still in that toxic relationship. And I didn't even know totally what that meant until like everything else like unfolded. But obviously now I see what that means. And so that was just really awesome. So, um, a few months after our trip, we both, on like the same exact day ended those toxic relationships we were in without knowing it. Like we didn't tell each other we were doing that, which is so wild. Yeah. And so that was super cool. And so that summer, um, we got to work together. Um, Matt became an intern at the youth group that I was working with. And so all summer we did this huge project together. So we got to know each other like even better. And, um, that season of life was just really stressful for me. Um, I was in three different jobs. And so um, Matt really like saw me at my worst and I guess just like most stressed out ever. And like, he still saw the real me and saw like that, you know, I was worth being a friend to him or he wanted to be my friend. And so that like meant so much now, like never forget like him being there for me during that time. um, And just like really getting to, just basically loving me through like a really difficult time of life. So
1: so I have a question for you, Matt. What was it like seeing someone that you're, you know, you're like, I kind of like this person and I'm seeing them in such a sketchy phase of life where they're just like being worked to the bone. What was that like for you? Did it sort of solidify the fact that you were like, okay, I can definitely see me with this person? Or was it almost like, oh man, I don't know.
0: No, it was definitely like it solidified it totally. It definitely brought out like, Glory calls it her worst, you know, and I'm like, that's not that bad, (laughs) you know, of like, how she was acting or whatever she was saying with that, you know, but it's like, it was a very stressful time with her. And I'm like, man, someone that can act this sweet and this kind and this, when she's this stressed is like she's amazing you know and so it really did solidify all those feelings I had for her
1: yeah well because I think a lot of people are like oh I don't want someone that you know I might be interested in to see me at my worst or during a really bad time because they're afraid that that might deter the person but in this situation it almost increased feelings because you're like wow they were able to handle this with a lot of grace and dignity (laughs) through a time that you know obviously could have brought about many different emotions, but she was like so composed and great. So anybody out there listening, don't be afraid to just be who you are because the person that you're supposed to be with is going to totally support you and be there for you and love you through that. And if they don't, then that's not the person for you.
0: Exactly. Yeah. And that's almost our whole story is that all these hard times that we're about to talk about like really is what bring us so close together.
1: I love that. Oh my gosh. And also you guys, Surf and Spoon, the place that Glory worked um, bef- like, you know, forever ago. Um, it is the cutest for all their t-shirts. They have some awesome apparel. So definitely check it out. I'm very jealous of Glory's closet, but <laughs> continue your story.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. So um, Matt was about to leave for college after he graduated high school and stuff. And right before he left, I remember like I felt like I heard um, the Lord say to me, like, Matt's going to go away to college and then come back and then like dot, 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 like, as in like, there's something more there for us. But at the time, again, it didn't like really make sense. I didn't really understand. It was kind of like, what does that mean? But I think that I didn't fully understand it because it wasn't the right time for all that to unpack. Kind of thing. So, um, yeah, Matt left for school. I was still at the beach working and everything. Um, and he came back to visit one weekend. And I saw him from across the room at the church, but I totally avoided going to see him <laughs> because I felt like my heart like pulling towards him. Like, I don't know, it's like kind of like one of those movie moments. Like, I could just feel like all my emotions like wanting to go over to him. But I was like, no, like, I'm not doing this and like this, unless this is God. So I just like left and I didn't see him. And then and um, I was
0: looking everywhere for her, <laughs> trying to find her and she was nowhere to be found. And then I ended up having to leave that day. And I remember being on the bridge, leaving the Outer Banks in the backseat of one of my best friend's cars and just thinking just this overwhelming feeling of just that I had just left something on the Outer Banks and that I was leaving without something that I really needed. I like knew in that moment that it was glory. So I texted her and then I made up a million excuses to get back on the Outer Banks as soon as I could.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Does anyone else have goosebumps right now? This is the cutest story. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Oh
2: yeah. It was so sweet. Yeah. Like you said, you made up a bunch of Mm -hmm. excuses and came back like back to back weekends and stuff. (laughs) And, um, so we started hanging out more and everything. And, um, and then over Thanksgiving break, he asked me out on our first date, and we were standing outside in the rain after church, and I had an umbrella, but I was too, like, <laughs> shy. I don't know. I was too scared, and I so I didn't let him under the umbrella. So while he's asking me out on our first date, he's soaking wet because I was too afraid to let him under the umbrella. <laughs> but hey, he still he still took me on the date, so it's all good.
1: Rihanna is very unimpressed right now. yeah i know right oh my my gosh gosh. okay so he's like standing there drenched trying to just ask you out on a date like a nice person and i'm assuming you said yes
2: yeah i did (laughs) so we went on our first date which was so cute and then we just continued going on dates while he was home um when he came back for christmas break and then at the end of Christmas break, um, he asked me to be his girlfriend, and his exact words were,
0: <laughs> "I know I'm only 18, but <laughs> will you be my girlfriend?" <laughs>
1: oh my gosh, that's the best! Yeah, uh, I can't
0: believe I couldn't like with anything better, but it was it was it the was,
2: truth. <laughs> it was so sweet. Uh, so from then on, from when we first started dating, he yeah. literally like left for two school. Weeks like later, I think, like a day later. Or yeah. <laughs> so from then on, we were long distance for like two years and eight months.
1: Oh um, my gosh, that is like that's like not that long, but probably feels like forever. It yeah.
2: definitely did feel so long. Yeah. So when he would come home for the summer, um, so we were technically. Together during the summer, but we worked like opposite schedules, so we truly like hardly saw each other. We both worked full time, and so Matt would like work during the day, and I would work most nights. And then the nights that I was off, we did youth ministry. Yeah, we were both just like working all the time. Mm -hmm. So this is kind of when like we faced a lot of opposition um, during the season, and just like a lot of hurt especially from people like that we really respected and trusted at the time. Um, and they all of which were from the church that we served at. And so that was definitely a very trying, difficult time for us. Yeah. A lot of hurts and that season was just really difficult, but it also made us so much stronger and taught us a lot of things, a lot of like boundaries to set of you know, things that we want our future to look like, our family or our marriage and things that we don't want it to look like. And um, even though like the odds were like stacked against us, God really used it all in the end to bring us together and to make us stronger because of that.
1: Yeah. I think something really interesting just to kind of hit on the point that it was like people that you went to church with or served there with that were kind of the ones saying like, "Eh, I don't know about that. That is something that I don't know. I mean, number one, obviously, like you had said, you have to have boundaries. And if you can't implement those, then you're going to just sort of be swayed by people's opinions all the time. So like Mm -hmm. definitely having boundaries is a key to everything in life. But also, just because people are at church does not mean they're perfect. No one's perfect. And whether someone goes to church or not, whether they're on staff or not, whatever, that doesn't mean that you're going to be dealing with perfect people. Everybody has a backstory. And, you know, just because someone can't see what God's doing in your life doesn't mean that he's not doing it. So, yeah. you know, someone might not be able to see the vision that that he's given you, but he's given it to you, not them. So like, you know, continue to go forward. And that, that goes for anything in life, whether it's a a relationship, whether it's a calling that you feel, it just, whatever it is, I just want to throw that out there because I think it is a a good key to a lot of things people deal with. Yeah, Yeah.
0: exactly. And it was in that time that God really showed us those people that really did love and care about us. The biggest of those people was our parents and, and Glory's sisters. And, you know, it really brought about a stark difference in between like, these are people that love you and care about you for the long haul. And these are people that I had in your life for this season, you know, and Mm. that was very important for us to figure out. And, you know, those people like still support us today and love on us like crazy today. And it's so cool that we appreciate it all the more because we know what the other side feels like.
1: Definitely. Oh, my gosh. And you guys are like still standing today. So guess who won? (laughs)
2: Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Oh, my goodness. I'm so thankful for all of that has come through it. And Mm -hmm. something else too, that, um, just about like long distance, like it totally sucks. Like just putting that out there, like not saying like, oh, it's easy and we did it and no problem. Like just one of the things that someone told me and that I would share with anyone is that to lean into the pain of while you're going through that, it's hurtful and it's hard and it's painful, but to lean into that. And something God really, I feel like, instilled in us and taught us through that time of all of that was, you know, we have to be thankful and um, find joy in where we are at. And if we can't be content when we're dating long distance, then we won't be content when we're engaged. We won't be content when we're married. We won't be content till we buy a house, like, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. So.
0: Yeah. And on the guy's side, it's like the guy is like by the Bible, the leader of the relationship. But that doesn't mean you have to be fake. You know, that means if you're sad, you can lead each other in being sad or upset or whatever you're feeling in those moments, you know. And for a while, I thought I had to, oh, I'm like, oh, I'm the leader. We're dating long distance. Like, I need to always be happy. And like, that's just not the truth. So to any people out there that are dating long distance, engaged long distance, like, just because you're the guy, just because you're the leader doesn't mean you need to put up some fake front. It's like really lead- leadership is being authentic, not being fake.
1: Yeah, no, I love that. And also there are going to be times in every relationship where you might not be able to step up to the plate fully. And that's where like the other person comes in and supports you during that time. And and each person kind of takes turns um, being that wind you know in the back of your sails just like keep pushing you forward and that's that's really what a relationship is it's that constant push and pull and helping one another get up that next mountain because yes you are together but you're each leading you know separate lives in some ways and so having someone there that's willing to push you to be the best that you can be and that's willing to you know drag you up the mountain if need be. That's yeah. the kind of person that you need. And that's where I think long distance is actually so cool because it really instills that that message really, really early on. And you have to learn to either deal with it. And if you can't, then maybe this isn't for you. And maybe you have some maturing to do. And so I think being thrown into that like right off the bat in your relationship might have actually really been a blessing in disguise because you guys were able to you know, get going on that quickly instead of finding it out down the road and then having to like backtrack.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I'm like, so thankful for it, even though like, it was so hard and everything. Like, it's kind of like going through the fire, you Mm -hmm. know, like, you have to learn to communicate, like, and you, I feel like that was before FaceTime was so big. I don't know, like, we just talked on the phone. And um, so just like learning to communicate clearly and like all that stuff. And Um, yeah, so, like, it has taught us, like, so much, and, like, even though it was so hard, I wouldn't, we wouldn't trade it for the world, Mm -hmm. and, um, another thing I feel like it's really taught us is, like, to not take each other for granted, and, like, to not take our time for granted, and I feel like that just can be so, um, easy to do uh, in our culture, I don't know, but, like, that is just something that, like, we've really held on to from that, and, um, again, I wouldn't trade that for the world, so.
0: Yeah. Uh, in the end we're so thankful for it
1: yeah I love that so after you know long distance and having to trek through that where did that end up leaving you because I know it gets like you know better and better throughout the story
2: yes yeah Yeah, so um yeah um our Last summer at the beach, um, my sister was there with us. And so I feel like God really redeemed that of like knowing it was like our last summer together. It was very like special. We were able to do fun stuff together that we hadn't been able to before, like the three of us, and just like go camping and do so Mm -hmm. many things. And so we really feel like that was such a sweet last time that we were there and everything. And um also like while we were long distance, Matt was an RA for his junior and senior year, but then, uh, the spring of his junior year, uh, we got engaged. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was so awesome. Um, And then um, I moved up to Lynchburg, which is where we live now. So I moved up there with a friend and her cousin and lived there so we could like wedding plan and live in the same area and stuff before the wedding and everything. So that was also like such a sweet time. Um, I'm so thankful for just the amazing friendships that are so intentional that God blessed us with through Matt's friends from college. And it was like all their girlfriends or fiancés, or wives, like we just all like became so like close knit and tight, like friend group. And so like God has really also used them like to heal us of like mm-hmm. a lot of that, like hurt and stuff like we mentioned from the past um, and just to have them and go to church together. And like so many things that has been like, so, um, refreshing and everything. So yeah, I definitely recommend if it's possible, if you're able to like move, um, before you get married, um, to the same town, like if you're long distance, then totally do that. But if you're not able to, then it's still going to be okay. But (laughs) that was really awesome to be able to like, get to know this new town and everything before we lived here together when we got married.
0: Yeah, it was so special and doing RA my last two years was a huge time commitment. And I was worried about that with being long distance and Glory coming up and planning a wedding and all that stuff. But it was doing RA that led to such deep friendships that ended up being our friends today that ended up like healing a lot of things in us. Just having friends in a community here, you know. And so I'm really thankful with what God did with that, of that, almost that sacrifice of the time when I was in school for... Mm-hmm. You know how much he's brought us through such great close friends.
1: I love that. That is such a good tip, though. Like when I first heard you tell me about the fact that you were able to move up there, I was like, "Oh, ding, ding, ding! We have a winner!" That is genius because it really does. I think a lot of people stress about long distance is like, "I'm going to have to move somewhere I've never been before, and I don't know anyone, and it's like this new place, and it just adds." more and more stress on to a brand new marriage and it's like moving up there beforehand kind of takes some of that away and gives you like a dip in the pond before you actually have to like fully you know jump in so I love that tip
2: totally recommend it it's like yeah we would have been long distance wedding planning and like yeah if you're able to do it and just like take so much off of your plate as far as like being able to figure out the new town and how to drive to the grocery store there (laughs) and finding a job. And like the job I had when I first got there was really um, not for me and very (laughs) stressful. Um, Let's just put it that way. So I was only there for a few months. So I was able to like, you know, kind of filter that through, which I'm very thankful to kind of gotten that uh, behind me and like, you know, look on for the next thing. So yeah, definitely recommend that.
1: (laughs) Yes. So you guys planned your wedding and did all that good stuff. And I'm assuming you finished up school, right, Matt? Yeah, I did. Awesome. So then you guys went ahead and got married? Yeah. Yeah. Matt
2: graduated in May last year. Mm. Um, And then my sister graduated right after that. And then we had a friend's wedding a few weeks later, (laughs) all in May. Then we got
1: married on June June 1st. Oh, my gosh. So you guys had like a big swarm of weddings all at once. We did. Yeah. got
0: back from our honeymoon and kept on going to weddings. Yeah. Oh, my gosh.
1: (laughs) Oh, that's so fun. Oh, my goodness. You guys just have the coolest story because it's like, are they going to make it? Are they not? Oh, they are. Oh, my gosh. Wait, what happened next? You know, it's like just such back and forth. But it's so cool to see that you guys came out on the other side not only strengthened, but there was a lot of character development during that time, and it's really helped you to see the good in a lot of the things that maybe would be more irritating for people because they haven't had to like actually trek through it like you guys have grown through it and now you can actually enjoy it which is so exciting especially as you enter a new season of marriage because even change that you want can be stressful that's what my mom always tells me and it is so true and so seeing that you guys have been able to really thrive during this time and I, I feel like you guys have been married for forever but it's really only been like a little bit you're I guess you're coming up on a year.
2: Yeah, Yeah, we are. Yeah. This June 1st will be a year. I can't believe
1: it. It's like flown by. It's crazy. Oh my gosh. That is amazing. So, okay. Do you have any other key details to tell us? Yeah, I guess we skipped over
2: kind of the engagement part, but, um, (laughs) so Matt came to surprise me when he proposed. Um, but I kind of, Had a feeling that he was going to surprise that day. Yeah,
0: Glory's really hard to surprise because (laughs) her hopes are always so high that things will happen that it's hard to catch her off
2: guard. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yeah. So, um, I told my boss at the time that I thought that Matt was coming to, to propose and she actually knew that he was. And I can't believe I like said that to her. I'm like, I put her in such a probably awkward position, but she pulled it off. <laughs> but yeah, that was also just so special. He um, proposed that like our, we called our special spot. It's like this spot on the sound and it was just like so beautiful. And then surprised me with like all of our family there afterwards. So it was like just such a special time.
1: Oh, I love that. Oh, my gosh. Like you guys could not get any cuter. Thank you. Thank you. Oh my gosh. Well, thank you guys so much for sharing your story. This has been so fun. And I really hope that this has been able to encourage any of you out there listening that are in the same situation or doing long distance or are having friends doing it. and Maybe this will encourage them because it is a crazy ride, but a very rewarding one. Yes, Yes. absolutely.
0: And like we said, we had to learn to lean into that pain of it. And it really did change us forever. And we're so thankful for it now.
2: And it doesn't last forever either. So just keep that in mind. Like there is a light at the end of the tunnel. And yeah, if you really just press into it and press into God and let him carry you through it. Like we obviously we could not have gotten through all that without him. But yeah, so just lean on him and he will make it so worth it.
1: Yes. And you guys, I will leave Glory's Instagram and everything in the description of this episode so you can go check her out and check out her super cute wedding dress and everything. Um, but thank you guys so much for listening and you can find us everywhere at Dude I Love That Podcast and we're also on Twitter at Dude I Love That and you can find me on Instagram at Liv Heymond And thank you again so much for listening and we will see you next time. Bye. Oh my God. You guys did so... So good. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure? Oh, God. That's I was looking at
2: all my bullet points. I was like, you, Gloria, you gotta stick to the point. <laughs>